There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's Friday, September 29th. I'm Ben Berkeley, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today's top story will take us to Texas. The state's cult favorite convenience store chain, Bucky's, did not have an online store for its legendary and popular assortment of original snacks. And then one entrepreneur decided to change that. He built a multi-million dollar resale market in the process. I'll pass the mic over to my friends Mark and Zach in just a moment to tell you more. But first, let's run through the stories making headlines in the world of business and tech today. GameStop named Ryan Cohen a billionaire and the largest individual investor in the company as its new CEO. Cohen will not receive compensation for his role as president or CEO or chairman, but it does really highlight that GameStop is having a moment right now. It continues to be one of the most well-known meme stocks, and it's the subject of the movie Dumb Money, which is in theaters now. We're actually going to stay in the world of video game execs and tell you that PlayStation and Sony Interactive Entertainment head Jim Ryan will retire in March of next year. That ends a 28-year run. The reason why he decided to step away right now actually felt pretty relatable. The pandemic made him realize he's frankly really tired of traveling for work all the time. And let's complete the video game trifecta with one more item, this one on Epic Games, the maker of the popular video game Fortnite. Unfortunately, the North Carolina-based company will be laying off 870 employees, which is about 16% of its workforce. Epic CEO said they've been, quote, spending more money than we earn. And I don't have an MBA, but when that's the case, feel comfortable saying something had to give. Just sorry it came at the expense of so many employees. Peloton and Lululemon, longtime foes in the fitness world, have announced a five-year partnership. Lululemon will stop selling its mirror fitness devices, instead relying on Peloton-produced fitness classes. Peloton, meanwhile, will stop selling its own clothes and will use Lululemon as its apparel provider. Both companies have had somewhat of a rough year, so perhaps they can salvage it together. We shall see. Reddit is no longer allowing its users to opt out of personalized ads. Users won't be able to control the app's activity tracking, but they still can request to see fewer ads in specific categories. That includes gaming, alcohol, weight loss, or dating. And actually, as like a 30-something-year-old male, I'd love to also nominate hair loss ads as something to minimize because, my God, the bombardment. It's so much. Finally, you can now spend the night in Shrek's Swamp. Airbnb announced that the Ogre's Scotland home will be open for booking on October 13th. The property can accommodate up to three guests, and it's complete with an outhouse located about 20 yards from the room, which sounds like so much fun. It's available for the low, low price of $0 per night. And let's assume that when cleaning fees are tacked on, that'll probably take it up to just, you know, a few thousand per night. And on that note, let's move on to the hustle's very own Mark Dent, who will make you so unreasonably hungry for gas station snacks. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about Bucky's. 
And if you haven't heard of Bucky's, well, first off, you're missing out. But it's a gas station that mostly operates in Texas, as well as in a few other states in the South. I just went to one a few weeks ago, and it is just a stunning experience. You walk in, and a couple people greet you at the door. You can hear in the distance people working on making brisket and turkey and chicken. And whenever something new is done, they say that we have fresh meat ready for you. Meanwhile, you can get lost in all the merchandise that they have. Not only do they have food and these famous things called beaver nuggets, but they also have an ungodly amount of t-shirts with their Bucky's beaver logo on it. They have pool noodles with the beaver on it. They have river rafts. It is a sight. But as I mentioned earlier, they are largely just in Texas. There are a couple others in places like Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, and Florida. But if you live in the rest of the country, or frankly, even live in the cities of Texas and Georgia and places like that, you don't really get to go to Bucky's and you kind of miss out on this experience. But there is one person who's trying to bring this experience to everyone else through an online store. And Zach Crockett wrote about it. Zach, what is, uh, what's happening here? What is this online Bucky's store like? Well, as you said, Bucky's is sort of a crazy place. If you're not from Texas or you've never seen one, just for context, the average store is 66,000 square feet. <laughs> you know, by contrast, the average gas station is about 14,000 square feet. And the average grocery store is about 48,000 square feet. So Bucky's is both, you know, three times bigger than the average gas station and bigger than your typical supermarket. It's just like insane. There are some Bucky's in Texas that have a thousand parking spots, 120 fuel pumps, 83 toilets. Spotless. Always sparkling clean. So they're like world famous for their sparkling clean toilets. You know, Bucky's has a cult following too. It's been voted one of America's best roadside stops. It has legions of loyal customers. And as you said, you know, Bucky's. Their strategy is to sort of build these things off the beaten path. They're usually on the sides of highways. They're not really near major cities. So it does take a while to get out to them. And a lot of people don't have the luxury of being able to visit one on a regular basis. So that's really where this story begins. So this guy named Chris Corner, it's during the pandemic. He's sitting at home and he wants to order something from Bucky's. He's from Texas. He's been there before. He loves the products. And he searches for their website and there's nothing there. Bucky's doesn't have a website. And he was just absolutely astonished. So he set out on a mission to build one himself. Okay. And so a little bit of background, Chris Corner, he is not just like your average guy. <laughs> He's kind of started a couple of businesses before, right? Yeah. Chris, you know, literally he told me he has a spreadsheet to keep track of all of his businesses. He's created so many businesses that he can't even name them all over the phone. <laughs> this is a guy who's been an entrepreneur since the age of eight. He grew up in Utah, kind of in a poor family, and he used to collect golf balls and sell them to the local country club. Wow. So given all of this entrepreneurial stuff that he's done, he decides he can take this problem of there not being a Bucky's website into his own hands. Yes. So the story really starts in 2019. Mm -hmm. He started and sold a few businesses in Texas and he's ready for sort of his next adventure. And he has a friend who owns a bread company. And this bread company, it's run by a boomer. It's run by an older guy. He has a very successful business selling this bread to physical stores locally, but he doesn't have an online business. Corner really sees an opportunity there. He's like, man, you can be doing way more business if you set up a website. 
So he basically helps his older friends set up this website and usher his business into the e-commerce age. And the bread sales go crazy. And then, you know, a year later, the pandemic hits and those online sales essentially save his friend's bread business. And he has this realization, man, there are so many businesses out there that are great little businesses, but they just haven't made that transition into online sales. So he has this idea to start a company that basically does exactly that. He starts what's called a 3PL. It's a third-party logistics company, hmm. and it helps old-school businesses set up and run e-commerce stores for their products. So what happened when he brought that idea of starting an e-commerce store for Bucky's? What did they say? You know, he realizes Bucky's doesn't have an online store. He sees a big opportunity to do something there. And inside this enormous store, they have all of the normal treats that you would find at a gas station. They have the big brand names like Doritos, Skittles, Pepsi. Sure. But what Bucky's is really known for is the Bucky's branded stuff. They have these things called beaver nuggets, which are like these puffy corn things with brown caramel sugar coating. They have a whole wall of beef jerky, every flavor you could imagine. They have pickled goods like quail eggs, beets, okra, green beans, jams, jellies, butters, rubs, anything you can imagine. They just have hundreds of these like Bucky's branded products that you can only find in the stores. And this is the kind of stuff that he wants to sell online to Bucky's fans. Mm -hmm. So he emails Bucky's and he says, look, I've got this company that helps businesses set up online stores. I noticed that you don't have one. What do you think about me helping you out? And it's crickets. He doesn't hear anything. So he decides to go rogue. He just does it himself. Wow. So what he does is he rounds up his family. He has a wife and two kids. They go to a Bucky's in Texas and they buy one of every single one of these Bucky's branded items. Like how many items is that? I mean, you know, Corner told me it was close to 700 items in total. Dang. It was enough to fill six grocery carts to the brim and... You know, of course, he's standing there at the checkout line. The employees are like extremely confused. They're like, what the hell is this guy doing? And, you know, it takes an hour to check out, get through that whole process. And he spends about 1500 bucks. If you go to the store on our website, you can see the receipts from his purchases. They're super long. They look like CVS receipts or something. And Corner, he takes all this stuff home. He lays it out in his living room, takes up like the whole floor. And then he hires a product photographer to come and take pictures of every single item on this white backdrop that sets him back about 500 bucks. He registers the domain name beaversnacks.com and he sets up this e-commerce store using Shopify, this e-commerce platform. And then he basically just emails a bunch of reporters and he tells them about his master plan to start this Bucky store. And they write some stories. He got some early publicity. Yeah, Texas Monthly wrote this great story on him and it kind of scaled from there. A bunch of other outlets wrote stories. And almost immediately with this wave of press, he gets an email from the lawyer at Bucky's. And for a minute, his heart jumps because, you know, it turns out that other people have tried to do similar things at other retailers, and it hasn't worked out great for them. Right. You know, a lot of listeners might remember the whole Pirate Joe's debacle that unfolded in the mid-2010s. This Canadian guy named Mike Hallett, he basically went to Trader Joe's in Seattle and bought a million dollars worth of products over the years and resold them at a markup in his own store that he called Pirate Joe's. And Trader Joe's actually sued him over copyright infringement this whole five-year legal battle ensued and Pirate Joe's went out of business. 
So this was all going on in the back of Corner's mind as he was attempting this. And when that lawyer called him, he just thought of Pirate Joe's and he was like, oh, crap, like this might be my fate. Yeah. But much to Corner's surprise, the Bucky's lawyer was okay with his plan. He basically called him and he said, we love what you're doing. We just need you to do two things. One, we need you to change the name. Don't use Beaver at all in your name. It's too close to our own brand and we don't want people getting confused that, you know, the store is owned by us officially. And two, just put a simple disclaimer on your website. Just let the consumers know that you are not Bucky's. So Corner gladly obliged with those demands. And as it turns out, you know, he actually was well within his legal rights to resell these Bucky's products on his own website because of this thing called the first sale doctrine. And what that says is anything can be resold as long as you don't pretend to be the original manufacturer. For instance, you can buy products for really any retailer and resell them on Amazon or eBay or whatever you want. You just can't claim that you are that retailer. Hmm. So reselling is legal. It's just that you can't be under the presumption that it's officially coming from the brand that right. manufactures the products. So is reselling Bucky's profitable for Corner? <laughs> How is Texas Snacks done? Yeah, so Corner changes the name of his website from Beaver Snacks to Texas Snacks. And in November 2020, he opened for business. This has been very, very successful. His very first full month of sales in December 2020, he did $161,000 in sales. Wow. And today, that's grown to around two hundred and fifty to 300000 per month in sales. And basically, the business is pretty straightforward. Every week, he submits an order form to a few Bucky stores around Texas. Those stores organize the items. They pack them up onto a pallet. And his employees basically go to the register and check out like any other customer. They close off a line and they bring up this pallet and the items go onto a truck and they're taken to Corner's warehouse and they're resold on his website for sale. And interestingly enough, he buys all this stuff for list price. He doesn't get any kind of discount. He just goes into Bucky's and if a bag of beaver nuggets costs $4.98, he pays $4.98. Right. And then he just marks them up. Yeah. So his business model is just to pay full list price for these products and mark them up. Mark, you actually went to a Bucky's and took a look at some of the in-store prices and you and I compared them to the online prices that Corner charges. Mm -hmm. And on average, he marks up his products about 80%. So, so you got to pay up if you want Bucky's and you don't live near a gas station. You pay a premium for the online service. So just a couple examples, like those beaver nuggets that cost $4.98 in the store, Corner charges $7.95. That's a 60% markup. The barbecue sauce in store is $2.99 and Corner charges $6.95. It's 132% markup. The t-shirts they sell in the store are about $13. He charges about $26. So he doubles the price. And of course, you know, Corner has overhead to cover. He's got to handle all the logistics, the shipping. Yep. He's got to store all the stuff in a warehouse. But what he's found is that customers are more than willing to pay those markups for the convenience of ordering online. Yeah, well, you got to get that Bucky's fix somehow. <laughs> yeah. Zach, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, everyone, for listening to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. So if you're not signed up, you need to change that and sign up at thehustle.co slash email. We'll catch you next week.
Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.